It's AC Primetime Radio. My name is Mel Taylor. We're live from Triax Media Studios right here on the beautiful Atlantic City Boardwalk inside the Playground Pier. And we are so happy to have councilman from the Third Ward, a gentleman who I am just so happy and excited to be able to say, Asala Malikum, Mr. Kaleem Shabazz. Did I say that right? You said it right. Uh, you got to teach me how to say As-salam that. Assalamu alaikum. And that means peace be and with you. Right. And the reply is wa alaikum assalam, which means to also unto you be peace. Mel, I'm very impressed. Let me do that one more time. Assalamu alaikum. Kaleem Shabazz, get up on that mic because uh, we want to we want to make sure people know that you have that uh, you have that radio voice, that FM radio voice. Because if you did not go down the path that you were going down, you might be an FM DJ talking and talking up some jazz records, I would bet. Well, I'm a jazz fanatic. You told you, me that. I, know. You know, I love jazz, and I'm getting ready for the uh, <laughs> Chicken Bone Beach uh, uh, season. It's going to uh, come very soon. Uh, this uh, Chicken Bone Jazz uh, Festival is going to be the every third Friday, uh, April, May, and June. Mm. Uh, third Friday uh, at the Claret from 8 to 10. It's only $10 cover charge. I think that's amazing. Now, I wanted to remind everybody that when uh, you were campaigning for this third ward seat for the city of Atlantic City uh, council position, you had what percentage of the overall vote in the third ward? 81, 81%. And, you, and I told you I was very disappointed that you couldn't go for the full thing. What happened? Only, 80, only 81%, Kaleem? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm Were you surprised amazed. by that, man? Amazed. Is that one of the highest percentages that a councilman has ever garnered in Atlantic City? That's, that's huge. It might, be. it might be. Is that a record? It might. Uh, it might be. But I think Marty uh, Small got a 80, 80s in the high 80s one time. Really? Yeah, yeah. What is that number one thing that you're probably working on talking about the most being a councilman in Atlantic City as of today in April of 2016? Well, I think the number one challenge has to be the fiscal okay. because – the, the finances are, are key to anything, and the fact that we um, have such a deep, deep hole that we're in uh, uh, impacts everything that we do. You, um, you're teaching. You're back at school doing some uh, teaching, huh? Tell I'm us a, about that. I'm at Stockton University wow. teaching a course in Jewish studies uh, with my friend Marsha Fiedler, who is a, a dynamic uh, a director of our, our department. And the course I'm teaching uh, this semester is called Blacks and Jews. And in that course, um, we uh, do the history of the Black-Jewish relationship. Uh, we do contemporary issues. Uh, I bring speakers in. In fact, today I have my friend Rabbi Aaron Krauss in Stockton under the leadership of Dr. Kesselman. is going to be a boom to Atlantic City. It's already been uh, very good for South Jersey. Is that true that you have a shovel? You're going to help them break ground up the street so they can get that uh, Atlantic City Boardwalk um, campus of Stockton like going, to. man. I like to. That's <laughs> you can walk. You can walk to work, man. Well, that's why I walk right up to the board. <laughs> yeah, what's the matter with that, yeah, right? That's that's you can't beat that. I'll be helping you with the you shovel. Can't beat that. I think we have a lot of people helping because <laughs> people realize that a university helps the economy, it helps the culture, it helps the morale. It's it's something for young people to look up to. We are talking to Kaleem Shabazz. He is the third ward councilman for the city of Atlantic City. Council President Marty Small. He was on the radio the other day and he was talking about his, I don't want to say disappointment. Well, maybe I do. But he, he was hoping that one of those six beach concerts uh, scheduled for this summer, he was hoping that one or two of them would at least be maybe some R&B influenced or hip hop or just something for that is not necessarily country. So, so far we have Toby Keith, yeah. they were announced and uh, Florida Georgia line. So I, there might be another four concerts announced sometime in the very near future. 
Let's do this. Why don't we do this for the council president, Marty Small? What bands can draw 30,000 people? Because that's the challenge. How can we get 30,000 folks on the beach? Why can't we have an Atlantic City Jazz Festival? That could draw 30,000 people. That would draw more than 30,000 people. On the beach. On the beach. What's holding us back from doing that? Uh, That's my question. Why can't Atlantic, or why shouldn't, Lang City have a jazz festival. Well, I just think this discussion for the past few moments might get some uh, some chatter because it makes it makes, it makes a sense. lot of sense. Yeah, it makes economic sense. It makes sense in terms of, of diversity. It brings people who will spend money and who have the capacity to be repeat uh, visitors who might not have visited Lang mm-hmm. City. And, and 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 jazz is is really uh, America's uh, original. A gift to the world. It's it's a multi-ethnic Atlantic City Jazz Festival. I'm telling you, man, the way you're talking right now, all I can think is, well, why is that not happening? What can we do that brings people to Atlantic City that is not casino related? Not there's anything wrong with the casinos, but we need to establish something. And a, a jazz festival could be an institution like the New Orleans Jazz Festival, like I said, like the uh, Reading Jazz Festival, like Boscoff Jazz Festival, like the Philadelphia Jazz Festival. And we have enough artists. In fact, one of the premier jazz artists, Harvey Mason, is from Atlantic City. He's a Atlantic City native. In fact, we went to school together. We graduated from high school the same year. Harvey Mason is uh, a <coughs> world-renowned drummer. I'm sure that if we schedule it out enough, we could build around uh, his group. We're talking to Kaleem Shabazz, third ward councilman for the city of Atlantic City. My name is Mel Taylor. It's AC Primetime Radio, and we are here live every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6. The Playground Pier on the second level, right next to the Starbucks, right next to the elevator, right in front of Caesars Casino on the boardwalk here in Atlantic City. And your mom and dad, they came from down south. You were telling me some stories that it wasn't, it was not easy for them back in the day. Pinehurst, North Carolina, they both came from the same town, same little town in North Carolina. Uh, and they came up here to Lang City for a better life. And where were you born? I was born in Lang City. Okay. Lang City, New Jersey. Went to Lang City Public Schools. In fact, the site of Stockton University used to be a Lang City High School. That's where you graduated. I graduated from Lang City High School. Were you uh, more spiritual back then? When, when did you become uh, a full, uh, how do I say this? I don't want to say a full-blown Muslim, but, or became much more serious about your Muslim faith. In, in college. Yeah? Uh, I really. Because I remember yeah. I was asking that. Your mom and dad were pretty strict with oh, you. Yeah, no, I was wild. We weren't allowed <laughs> to be wild. None of my brothers or sisters were. I got two sisters and one brother. And, you know, my father had a very strict house in terms of that. Because I was hoping that your story would be similar to Malcolm X's, oh, no. you know, and uh, where he was a wild man no. and then he became very um, strict and no. very a uh, good man. No, 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 no. My father didn't hear. My, I can remember my mother now, God bless her soul. Did you ever want to straighten your hair using that no, lie stuff? No, no. Yeah, what was, I love that It was allowed in my house. You can do that. But my, that was, that was almost common for some. Oh, some people, yeah, but not in my house. But my mother and father wouldn't allow that. I mean, there's a lot of things they wouldn't allow uh, us to do. Because you're messing, you're messing with your body, which is oh, yeah. sacred. Yeah. So yeah. no tattoos. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no yeah, piercing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no stuff like that. No, no, no alcohol. No, you couldn't smoke. Although my father smoked, but we couldn't smoke. Yeah, my father smoked cigars. I never forget that. Yeah, he smoked Philly cigars. Well, I but guess we being smoke. down in North Carolina, they're all growing tobacco, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But he didn't allow he didn't allow us to smoke, and nobody smoked in the house with him. He was going to be the last. Smoker in that line. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And 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 uh, uh, nobody drank in the house of kids. We couldn't. We couldn't drink. And uh, we had to go to school. We had to get good grades. And he, uh, him, my mother and him made sure that we did our homework. I mean, the whole nine yards. Uh, we 
uh, I can remember my mother telling me and my brother um, that if you go to jail, I'm not going to visit you. She said, I don't go to jails. And <laughs> oh. not that we were getting in trouble. We wanted, she, just, just, she wanted to remind you. Yeah, she she said, was not going to coddle you. <laughs> that's right. She said, if you go to jail, you're on your own. And I am not, I am not going to be sending you care packages, nothing. I'm not going to visit you? Mm-mm. Not going to bail you out? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going to help them keep you in there long <laughs> to teach you a lesson. And that means your, your parents cared about you that oh, way. Yeah. And they raised us the right way. And In fact, my father had a lot of police officers were uh, his friends came over to the house and also no we had never had a thought about doing anything and your kids and sometimes i think you might have mentioned your grandkids think that you're the uh the nerdy dad oh come on dad come on because it must get tougher with each generation it gets tougher to be uh to be strict social pressure oh man yeah these kids today have social pressure that we didn't even have i I, it's amazing that they they, they come through Uh, i'm just i take my hats off to parents and really to, to children because they have pressures and uh, 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 the society and the culture, it, it's, it's amazing that kids make it through. I'm, I'm just in, in awe of what they go through. So we are talking to Kaleem Shabazz, third ward councilman for the city of Atlantic City. Just a couple of months under his belt and experience, he comes in and all of a sudden all heck breaks loose uh, up there. Um, what's it like? I watch you. I sit there uh, every other week. Right. For the most part, I try to show up at the uh, city council meetings. We're glad to have you. It's always good. And I, I, I'm always impressed with you because right. I... Uh, cause I I want to see whether you're going to go up against uh, your fellow Democrats, I guess. Or are you going to go up against uh, your fellow council members? Because there's little factions that, that I guess, kind of form. And uh, it's, it's it, quite frankly, it's, it's entertaining, but it's, it's also uh, nerve-wracking, too. But you, uh, you stand your ground. So does, uh, so does Jesse Kurtz. It's always a lot of fun to watch. It's almost like, it's almost like a reality show. It's... It, it's Almost, and I, right. I don't mean that in a disrespectful right. way. I got you, I got you. Yeah. We, we're not going to descend into the reality show uh, syndrome of just drama for drama's sake. And, 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 and I'm glad to say that my colleagues, um, I think we've elevated the uh, level of discourse uh, in, in council. A lot of that is due to uh, uh, President Small and people buying into the fact that you can disagree without, without being disagreeable and that council should be business-like. We should start on time. We should have discussions uh, respectfully. Uh, we should air differences if there are differences respectfully. And then we should vote and move on. And if you lose a vote or, or you don't prevail on a, a vote, that doesn't mean that you take it out on every other uh, uh, subsequent vote because some things that you might agree with some people on, the next one you might disagree. And that's the way life goes and that's the way uh, government goes. And I think everyone is dedicated to the proposition uh, that we must be dignified and we must be professional and we must be efficient and thorough. And and I think that in a way, some of the negative things that people said about the city uh, council and, and this struggle for the, with the takeover, in a way, I think it sort of bound people together and, and it made has made everyone very conscious. I think uh, for a city of our size, we get more media coverage at our council meetings than we normally would. Is That's this, because Lang City's in the spotlight. Is this battle bringing you guys together like absolutely. like never before absolutely 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 because, because now you have a i don't want to say enemy but you have a challenger that is outside the chambers and he's up there up north right we have a common purpose and, and i think even now i think with the governor's statements and with uh, senator sweeney's uh statements i i think everybody is coming uh down from their uh hardline position 
And I take this, Mel, I believe that <clears throat> Governor Christie, Speaker Sweeney, and everyone involved really has the best interest of Langsey at heart. And I know there's some people lurking in the background who, who want to make money and, and want to uh, 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 profit from Lang City. And that's all right. But I think the major political players really want to see Atlantic City succeed. Was it disappointing as a Democrat to see Mr. Sweeney uh, not protect the union contracts and team up with uh, Governor Christie? Was that disappointing as a Democrat? Not so much disappointing. Um, I'm a, a public policy buff. Um, uh, I went to Rutgers and, and my degree is in urban studies and, and I like public policy. I think it was just a misreading of the public policy initiatives that needed to be instituted for Lang City. And Chris Brown, who is the assembly person and, and a good friend, has been a hero in Atlantic City uh, because he has reached across the aisle. Yeah. Chris Brown happens to be a Republican. The speaker happens to be a Democrat. Chris Brown is co-sponsoring uh, the speaker's bill, which speaks to the pilot. And, and to my mind, makes the pilot a little more viable and, and, and fair and also speaks to the takeover. Uh, and it speaks to the issues in the takeover that need to be addressed in a positive way. We are talking to Kaleem Shabazz, third ward councilman for the city of Atlantic City. It's AC Primetime Radio. My name is Mel Taylor. We're here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 here at the Playground Pier on the boardwalk right in front of Caesars. Triax Media Studios, always a great time. You know, uh, Council President Marty Small mm-hmm. First off, I don't know what's I'm more jealous about, that he got to spend the day with the Jersey City Mayor, Steve right. Fulham, right? right. Uh, or Fulop, I'm Fulop. sorry, my, my, my bad. Fulop. Or or yeah. he got to drive around in a jitney with uh, the jitney guy. Right. Or the third thing I was not invited to was that soul, f- that soul food lunch there at Kelsey's. What's up with that? Was that was that fried chicken or catfish? Or they were serving uh, it's fried chicken, they said. Fried chicken, I think, collard greens and macaroni and cheese. I missed it. Cornbread. Cornbread, yeah. Well, Kelsey's. You can go to any the, the, the good part about it. You can't go to any time and see the council president. You can't go to any time and see the mayor of Jersey City. But you can always go there and get a good meal. So you can go there and order the same thing. The one on Pacific Avenue that the mayor of Jersey City met just happens to be in the third ward. And I'm so proud uh, that business is in the third ward, the ward I happen to have the pleasure of representing. But Kelsey's is always has a good meal. I just looked at the photographs and I said to myself, that's really smart because I think uh, Mr. Mr. Fulop, he wanted to come here. He wanted to see what the effects are on a community when a casino comes in. Right. And he got because Jersey City, for those listening right now who may not be aware, Jersey City is uh, rumored to be one of the two towns that could have a casino up in North Jersey if on the referendum later on this November, right. uh, the voters say yes. It's like a, a crazy game of people back and forth. Worth to see Mr. Sweeney yeah. you know, arm in arm with uh, Mr. Christie, one a, a devout Democrat, one a devout Republican. Those guys are uh, they're, they're homeboys, right? Oh, yeah, on, on this issue, they are. It all comes down to the green. Has not R's and D's, not black and white. It all comes down to the green. That's what it all comes down to, right? Follow the money. That's what I think. That transcends skin color. Absolutely. And um, in America, and politically, in America, uh, political world, and political parties all around the world. (laughs) If 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 you, I don't want to say corruption. That's too strong a word. But if you look at uh, uh, how people are sometimes influenced, it's by money. 
So how can people reach out to Kaleem Shabazz? The best way to reach out to you, ask you a question, email you, maybe find you on Facebook. Right. They can uh, email me, uh, kshabazz207 uh, at Gmail. Uh, they can call me at uh, City Hall. Or they can see you eating at either getting a nice uh, sautéed meal at Barbera's Seafood or maybe over at Kelsey's. Exactly. Yeah, Kelsey's or Barbera's Seafood. You got the best. My, it's my two places. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, Those yeah. are the two places? Well, I go to other places, but, but Barbera's is in the, in the Third War, too. Uh, and Kelsey's, uh, because Kelsey's just has good food. And Kelsey's Uptown. My wife likes Kelsey's and they got Uptown. And they got good ribs there, right? Oh, they, yeah. they, do, they do ribs? Oh, they do ribs. They do beef got, ribs. I eat the beef ribs. That, is that your, that's right. You, I can't, you, can't do, you can't do pork. No, you know? I eat the beef ribs. And Kelsey's has an electric menu, and they have two different places. The, the uh, Kentucky Avenue is a bigger <clears throat> facility. Uptown uh, in Councilman Randolph's ward, uh, on the corner, they have a smaller facility. I think it might seat 30 or 40 people. And what's up with yeah. the uh, collard greens? I, uh, I'm, I'm a big greens guy, but I never had collard greens. Would, to, I, would I like them? Were they bitters or what? No, they're not bitter. If you go to Kelsey's and you eat the meal that described, was described in the paper, yeah, fried chicken. <laughs> I try to stay away from fried food, but, but fried chicken. Were you a cheat on occasion? Every once in a while. Don't tell my doctor. <laughs> fried chicken, macaroni and collard greens. I guarantee you, you'll go back. Yeah, I saw that mac and cheese. That mac and cheese has to be there, right? Yeah, you'll go back again. Well, I like sweet potatoes. Is that is that the ultimate black meal, soul food meal? That well, right uh, there. I, I, I wouldn't say so much black because I know a lot of African Americans who don't eat soul food for for health reasons, or I know a lot of African Americans they modify it. Or is that a chicken, or is that a southern meal? That's I more should southern. Say. It's more Got regional. Okay, but I, I find that a lot of African Americans instead of uh, fried chicken, they have baked chicken. And instead of macaroni and cheese, the traditional way they have it with low-fat cheese and 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 two uh, percent uh, milk. And one of the reasons, Mel, I'm hmm. glad you said that is because diabetes is a very prevalent uh, illness, not only in African American community yeah. in America, and high blood pressure, and high blood, in fact, all around the world. Yeah, people are predicting that the next uh, wave of 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 uh, uh, disease is going to be diabetes. Is that so, because of the diet of the African American uh, community too. and America in general? Yeah, in general. a lot too of salt, sweets, a lot of salt, a lot of salt, a lot of fried food, a lot of processed food. So eating healthy is really yeah. But you have something. you guys have you see me after thirty us white guys we right. go down, we go down we go downhill really fast. Right, right. But your skin, the black skin, is like the most awesome skin. You never know how old an African American is. You just know the skin. That's that's the beauty of a that of a dark it. skin because it doesn't. Um, that's God's way of protecting your uh, skin from the in, sun. In, in the hot uh, thing. Another thing that's going to help, uh, June 6th, from June 6th to July 6th, uh, for people who are Muslims, it's going to be Ramadan. And what does that mean? Ramadan means the burning. And uh, that's one of the uh, five pillars of Islam to fast on the month of Ramadan. We don't... Is that the big, is that the big uh, the big uh, yearly annual? One of them is two. Uh, uh, but Ramadan, you don't eat from uh, sun up to sundown you don't drink water or anything uh you don't have relations uh with your wife uh and you try to focus on spiritual things and spiritual growth is that the only faith religion where well catholics you, you, fast you, jews but, fast but, but nobody fast yeah but we don't we don't I, I never heard of that you cannot have relations with your wife i don't a day yeah that's in ramadan yeah whoa, whoa, whoa. you can't have relations with your wife during the day, day in ramadan only in ramadan where'd that yeah. rule come from that's uh, uh, that's part of the scripture, and we we believe that those people who practice Islam. But no, no other religion around the world. I've never heard of that where you cannot. Well, no that's, water. That's a tough no one. Water. Yeah, it's tough. Well, then there's exceptions too. Here, <laughs> here are the exceptions: 
if you are under 13, if you are a pregnant woman, if you have a uh, chronic disease, mm. if you are traveling, uh, if you are in a medical condition uh, that's terminal uh, and that you don't have hope for recovery, uh, if you uh, have a condition that is not medical, but it's very, very difficult for you to fast, then you shouldn't fast. So out of also, you're a young guy, you're in your 20s, you're getting uh, very serious about your Muslim faith, and Ramadan comes around, and you know this fasting of the water, the food, no relations with your girl, your wife. Yeah. Not your girl, your wife. Your wife, I'm sorry. Right. That's right, you're not supposed to have relations right. with your girlfriend. Right, so, until you get married. That's right. right. So what was the toughest out of those three of fasting, and uh, what, was the t- what was the most difficult for a 20-something Kaleem? That's a that's a personal question, but I. Oh yeah, when I first started fasting, I was married. All, all, all three of them are pretty important yeah, to a young yeah, guy, you know. Yeah. I was married, and, and that wasn't that hard. And then during the time when I first became a Muslim, because Ramadan's a lunar uh, uh, holiday, not holiday observation, and it, and it comes during the uh, lunar calendar. During that time, Ramadan was in the fall and winter months. So the days are shorter. So it, it wasn't that much. It was a challenge, but it's not that much of a challenge. So you take now, if you start fasting in June, you're going to be fasting for 12 or 13 hours. But if you're fasting in October or September, you're only fasting seven, eight hours. And a lot of times, uh, you know yourself and listeners know that sometimes you get up in the morning, you might miss a, uh, your breakfast because you're rushing. You don't grab anything. You have meetings. You, you might look up and it's dinner time before you've eaten. And that, that, that happens. Well, Kaleem Shabazz. Kaleem Shabazz, thank you so much. Thank you, Mel. I enjoyed it. For coming in to AC Primetime Radio. And uh, Kaleem is the, um, well, do we call it the freshman third ward councilman? Because you're only there's a couple of, of months. There's, there's three of them. There's three newbies. Jimmy Chang, Jesse Kurtz, yeah. and myself. And we, Are you I, the elder statesman or the senior statesman? I guess so. Out of those, yeah, they're young guys. Yeah, and then, and then Jesse's barely 19, isn't he, yeah, or something Jesse, like that? Jesse is the youngest council person in the history of Lang City. The youngest before Jesse was uh, council president small. And Jesse has like 19 kids or something? Or? Jesse has five kids. <laughs> five kids, yeah. That's a, I mean, wow. Yeah, he's, he's a good young man. Good man, yeah. Family man. How do you get all... Richest man. How do you get all... He's still, he's still a kid himself. Yeah, he is. Yeah. What, he, what, he started when he was 12? Uh, he got married. Yes, no. He's, he's, he's good. He's now you guys are you guys are the all the uh, new infusion of much needed uh, a new Atlantic City. You guys really have uh, added a whole nother dimension to that city council. You really and, and have. We, and we get along. Well, everybody gets along in the council. I have to say it all nine. But the three of us have sort of a bond because. We are the class of uh, 2016. You are the new kids on the block, yeah, the and block. you know maybe some of the uh, other guys are saying uh, these guys better uh, you know yeah. keep you know stay in their place, right? Did you get did you get that no, vibe a really little bit? No, no, we okay. have we welcome? welcome with open arms and every uh, good uh, collegiality and. So I can see yeah. Marty Small being he's in control. I can yeah. see him welcoming you guys. He I has. can I can see that he has with open. In fact, all of them. And I want to say I want to be clear. Uh, Marty has uh, been. We elected him as our president. He has been very. Uh, good to all of us, but everyone on the council, without a fail, has been open and uh, reaching out, uh, telling us what we need to know. Uh, everybody on council, everyone on council hasn't been, we haven't had any of the kind of things they do in the um, um, uh, athletic teams where they make the rookies dance and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. we, haven't, we haven't done that. 
You can come here at least once a month. You walk on down. Right. You're going to be okay with that? Oh, yeah, yeah. You cool? You, you tell me, I'll, I'll make it. I'll put it on my calendar. Quite frankly, you come here at least once a month okay. here. Uh, the Playground Pier... And right here in front of Caesars Casino on the beautiful Atlantic City Boardwalk, my name is Mel Taylor. That is Kaleem Shabazz, Third Ward Councilman for the City of Atlantic City. And this is AC Primetime Radio.